Hey there, my five faithful listeners and anyone who randomly stumbled upon this episode. My name is Lydia, and this is the Lydia Todd Pod. It's probably not a good idea to start a podcast because your last name rhymes with pod, but I'm here anyways. From spontaneous trips to special guests to deep spiritual conversations and everything in between, expect inspiration, stories, and plenty of laughter. Grab a glass of milk, settle in, and let's dive into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lydia Todd Pod. Today, our episode is going to be about music, something that I absolutely adore. I I'm so glad that you made it back for the second episode. So if you have ever spent much time with me, then you have probably talked something about music with me. Whether it has been about my time in marching band, concert band, chorus, uh, an acapella group, singing church hymns, uh, Latskabi, which I'll tell you about in a minute, and really just music in general, maybe song suggestions, favorite artists, uh, a playlist that I've made on Apple Music. There are so many things in my life that have been centered around music, whether it's instrumental or vocal. And so I thought it would be great to share this part of my life with you guys. And as I grow in this area, um, allowing you guys to help me grow and grow with me, we can share tips on best practice advice, how to learn a new instrument. When you start out, I am currently working on ukulele. It has not gone far, but it's the effort is there. The effort is there. Let's start with the very beginning for me, which would have been, I guess, my birth, but we're, we're going to skip that part. So as I grew up, I went to worship with Um, the Rutherford Church of Christ my entire life and there we sing hymns during the service and so at at least three different times during the week I was learning and singing different hymns and so that got me interested in just singing and in sharing through music because part of the reason why we sing is so that we can edify one another and praise God and so that is where it started for me. I remember growing up only getting about two radio stations at my house and so it was two different country stations. It was 106.9 and Froggy 104.1 and both of those stations I listen to all the time unless I was listening to a CD that I had. So I also had CDs of Hannah Montana the movie, High School Musical, One Direction, some different bands and stuff that I liked as one does when they're nine years old. So up until probably 2013, 2014, that was all I listened to. Country music, Disney. And so I know a ton of country music. But then when I got into middle school, high school, another radio station started coming to my house. And I'm trying to remember the number that it is. It was 101.4 or something like that. But 
it was a pop station and so that was when I started listening to more pop music it was right around the time that that One Direction came out so I remember listening to That's What Makes You Beautiful on the radio and I was like oh this is so good I can listen to something other than country music which don't get me wrong I do like a lot of country songs but that was also a time period where country majorly transitioned to country pop and I was like if I'm gonna listen to country pop I might as well just go all the way to pop because I feel like the differentiation in country and pop was what I enjoyed about country music growing up so I started listening to pop music 2014-ish and then my mom also got a Sirius FM radio subscription and so we got to listen to Radio Disney where they played only the newest pop hits but all clean versions so I got to start learning a ton of popular music that all my friends were listening to and that was super fun to be in the know because all of my previous music knowledge came from church the country radio or Disney Channel so I wasn't really getting much of what all my friends were listening to until then. And then I got Apple Music in 2021. And so since then, I've been able to listen to whatever I want, whenever I want, which is so, so nice. Because then anytime I hear a new song or my friend sends me a suggestion, I can just add it to my library, which is well over... I'm gonna have to check later, but I would guess that there's at least five, ten thousand songs in my library, minimum. So that is my story as of just general listening to music, but I also have a lot of past and interest in instruments. So whenever I was in second grade, maybe? We'll, we'll go with that. Second or third grade, I started taking piano lessons, and it was a really great time. And by really great time, I mean I did not want to practice or do it, but I enjoyed the music. I just was not feeling it. Whenever I got the right hand down, I got the left hand down, but putting them together, it was just it was just a struggle. And I'm sure I could have overcame that, but I had no desire to do, to do so. And so then you get to fifth grade in the public school system in Tennessee and you start playing the recorder for a year. And so I did the recorder, got my black belt. It's so it's like a karate lesson book. And so you get different colored belts like in karate for each song that you learn. And so black belt was was the top tier and I got I got all the songs. I can rock out on a recorder. But after the recorder, you get into sixth grade and you can start joining the, the middle school band. And I tried out a bunch of different instruments. I kind of wanted to play French horn, but one of my best friends, Mallory, was on saxophone and she convinced me. She was like, if you can play it, you should. And I'm really glad I listened to her. And so Mallory, Caitlin, and I all played saxophone throughout middle school, high school, it was so much fun. I started on alto saxophone, and then in high school, I thought tenor sax was so cool. So I 
got a tenor saxophone, started playing it for concert band and jazz band and wind ensemble. I had a couple solos on a soprano sax in my senior year of high school, but my main instruments were alto and tenor saxophone. And marching band was so much fun. It was practically my whole life for four years. And uh, we had two winning shows from state that will also motivate one to love the activity. I almost called it a sport. Honestly, marching band felt like a sport. I was also playing varsity soccer at the time. And comparably, I did around the same amount of exercise in practices for both. It definitely took a lot of energy and effort and we were running and jogging and marching and doing all of these things that, I don't know, my my step count and amount of sweat was pretty similar between the two. So that is my background in instrumentation. I also have a trumpet that was my mom's. I have not learned to play it yet, except for maybe like five notes. I haven't really gone into the trumpet world. And I have a guitar that is my dad's. I've played a little on it, but very minimum again. My only top tier instrument is saxophone. And then behind that, I would say I can still play most chords and I can read just single lines on piano. And I'm learning ukulele right now. It is not it is not going so well because I don't put in practice time, which is something we will talk about later on in one of the music episodes. So let's transition to singing. I sang in church growing up my whole life. And when I got to middle school, there was the attempt to start a middle school choir at our school. And I talked to Miss Denise, our music teacher, about it. We finally got it going, kind of. We had one one singular Christmas concert, and it it kind of fizzled out after that. In high school, oh, actually, back up. I was in a musical when I was in eighth grade with my high school. Also, high school is when I was 15 to 19, or 15 to 18, for anyone who is not from the U.S., that it's like the oldest age group in elementary or secondary school. So I was in a musical. I was in Aladdin Junior when I was in eighth grade, just as one of the cast members. That was super, super fun. I got to sing and act or enjoy being around a big group of people. Then in high school, I joined an after-school choir called the Glee Club and we had two or three performances. It was very low commitment because all of us were already in band or softball or some other extracurricular. And so it was hard to have a bunch of performances and stuff with that. And they already had an in-school, like during a class chorus. And that one had a ton more performances. But I couldn't do that because at our school you had to pick your fourth block and most of the extracurriculars, art classes and stuff were offered in the fourth block. And so I did band for the fourth block every single semester of high school, concert band, marching band. And so I did not do 
the chorus class but we had lots of fun and that was all different performances that I participated in whenever I got to uni to Fried Hartman University I joined the chorale there and chorale has been such a blessing to my life we were a group of I'm trying to think of how many people were in it freshman year maybe 80 give or take and it was so so much fun COVID kind of canceled part of chorale for a semester but we still met and practiced we wore these masks that looked like like duck beaks I'm I'm envisioning like cartoon Donald Duck so we had these beak masks on so that we could sing and that was horrendous but it was worth it because we got to still sing together we sang a lot of secular songs like circle of life or the william tell overture and uh, what a wonderful world those were all super fun and then we would sing choral arrangements like holy radiant light or indodana and then we would sing straight out of the songbook church hymns so all of that was super fun whenever i was a sophomore I met this guy named Thomas Jukic, and he was sitting next to me in a singing that we had out in the middle of the common area at our university, and I was like, bro, you are really good bass. And I talked to my friend Kayla Hunter, who is a singer as well. She was in chorale with me at the beginning and was an alto, and so I was like, have you, have you heard this guy sing? And she was like, yeah, he sat next to me in worship the other day, and bro, bro is a bass full on, and so we asked him and our friend Jesse Eaton, who I'd also just met a few weeks prior, and Jesse is the guy that has perfect pitch, can sing anything that you put in front of him, he's a tenor, or I don't know, maybe he's a baritone, but he was a tenor for us. So we got together. I asked them all to meet in this place called Scott Lobby, which was my dormitory's lobby. And we sang straight out of a hymn book. We went on Facebook, Facebook lived it. And that was the start of what we called Lot Scoppy, which is just the spoonerism of Scott Lobby. We met probably once, twice, sometimes three times a semester to sing together. And it was so much fun. One time, Thomas built an igloo, and we went outside in this igloo and sang songs. I mean, how many people get to sing in an igloo? That was so much fun. If you are interested in listening to any Latskabi music, I have all the Facebook live recordings in a folder, so you can send me a DM and I can message them to you. It was just super fun to get to encourage people through social media and singing and just being with my friends and then finally the last or the most recent music experience i had was joining a acapella group called g sharp that was created by sarah wilsford and i think emma barker also had a part to play in the beginning but we sang just acapella group style i mean I'm thinking pitch perfect pentatonics type music. We went and performed once with a huge ladies conference. That was super fun to just 
be able to use my voice to encourage people at such a large scale was really just an opportunity that I had not envisioned for myself as a seven-year-old singing in the car, barely knowing how to keep and hold a pitch. But now I have so many musical experiences under my belt and I'm ready to get some more as my life goes on. What's difficult now is that after you graduate university, opportunities don't just fall into your lap for things like that. You have to kind of seek them out. The other day I went to an acapella concert in central London and I asked about auditions. So I'm hoping that they will have auditions soon and that maybe I could, I don't know, try to join that. It would be super fun. They're called In the Smoke and they were super fun to watch. And here it was a Christmas concert in Vauxhall, I think was the name of the station that I got off. So that was super fun. Now, you might be wondering, why should you care about music? And maybe you don't. Maybe you don't listen to any music. I've had a couple friends who are like, I'm just not into music. Don't listen to music. Don't play instruments. Don't sing. Don't do any of that stuff. Well, I'm not telling you you have to enjoy our strive to learn an aspect of music. I can also read music because of my band experience. So sight reading music is super fun for me, but that isn't everyone's passion. I have some stats here that I thought might encourage you to reconsider if you don't enjoy music. So benefits of music, and I will put the citations and resource for these stats in the description, but here are just a few of some of the benefits of learning music. If you learn, and this is based on learning either to read music, learning to sing certain songs in a repertoire, learning to play an instrument, so any of those. Music boosts performance in science, maths, and English. It improves exam performance. It improves test scores. It improves sustained attention and focus. It improves and increases IQ scores. It is associated with the highest of IQ scores. It improves reasoning, planning, and organization, increases focus and ability to absorb information, enhances verbal intelligence and executive function. After only one month of music lessons in rhythm, pitch, melody, and voice, a study at York University showed that 90% of students between the ages four and six had a significant increase in verbal intelligence. Wow. It improves brain efficiency. It supports cognitive development. It improves the ability to focus. I guess I need to learn some more music because I get distracted all the time. It enhances spatial reasoning associated with better grades across all subjects. Improves reading skills. It invokes a high state of concentration. It can improve short-term information retention. Improves perceptual motor skills. It improves the gait of stroke patients. So I have seen a lot of studies in my psychology research in undergrad about how music is associated with a 
lesser chance of developing things or a delayed development of things like Alzheimer's. That is a huge benefit. It improves movement in patients with Parkinson's disease, improves motor functions, strengthens your breathing and swallowing muscles if you are a singer or probably some instruments too. Not guitar, but other instruments. Helps post-workout recoveries, makes exercise seem easier, makes people run faster if you're listening to music while while running, increases endurance, positively affects exercise, it helps with bench press workouts. So hey, you athletes out there who are thinking, I don't need music, wrong. Makes running seem easier for runners, helps with breathing, improves brain circulation, improves mental functioning in the elderly. I've seen studies on this too, where you can have a home with the elderly and they will be listening to a song from their childhood and immediately start moving, dancing, singing when they had been not responsive before. Music, it uses a different part of your brain, makes those connections that is going to be recalled and using a different part of your brain than would any other memory. It helps with stroke recovery. It protects against dementia and cognitive impairment. Simulates, protects the brain, helps in stroke rehabilitation, improves neural connectivity, alleviates mental fatigue, it increases antibody production, so it makes you healthier, strengthens the immune system, enhances quality of life at school, improves quality of life in older people, improves well-being in terminally ill patients, increases happiness, makes people perceive others as happier, it improves symptoms of depression, improves your mood while you're driving, improves mood of children with cancer, improves happiness in late adolescence, helps with seasonal affective disorder, reverses the effects of stress at a DNA level, reduces pre-surgery anxiety, improves sleep quality and duration in older adults, improves creativity, quality of work, accuracy and efficiency, makes time feel like it's moving faster, is effective in relieving pain, helps develop empathy, helps with loneliness and self-esteem. All in all, I mean, there are over a hundred different stats here with multiple studies to back them up. So if you have not already thought about all of the benefits of music, there you go. There are just a few of them. You should consider learning or at least listening, being around some sort of music during your day-to-day life. Music is a different language to us and it helps us communicate better, I would say. Like, there are things that if I heard someone say it to me, maybe I wouldn't listen, but if I heard it in a really good song, maybe, maybe I would stop and ponder. These are just some reasons of why I am so a music enthusiast. And I hope that you will also be a music enthusiast with me and we can learn things together. I am planning on future episodes being about learning instruments, learning how to sing, uh, different trials that I've had with practice schedules. Maybe I'll throw an episode out with a playlist or different music to listen to for different events in your life or scenarios Uh, maybe some music reviews. We will see what comes in the music realm of this podcast. But I am super excited 
to do this part of the journey with you together. If you have any suggestions or questions or just maybe some music you want to throw out for the world to hear, then send me a DM and maybe we can get it on the podcast. Thanks for listening to this music episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope that you are excited for the rest of this journey. I will close every music episode with at least one song suggestion. And so this one, drum roll. Drum rolls are way more dramatic when there's more than one person there. Okay, I might not do a drum roll anymore, but the song is Down to the Sea by Jody Benson. It is from The Little Mermaid 2, and it is actually such a vibe. So go check it out if you haven't already. If you do and you don't like it, don't at me because it's a good song. So... I will talk to you guys later. See you next week. As we wrap up this episode of the Lydia Todd Pod, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude for you spending time with me. This really challenges my belief that I only have five consistent listeners. If you have any thoughts, topics, or questions you'd like me to explore further on future episodes, please reach out on one of my socials. I hope that our conversations have brought you inspiration and joy. If you have friends or family who might be interested in our conversations, don't hesitate to share the podcast with them.